and welcome to episode 210 of Laos Game Radio. I am your extremely tired host, Mark, and joining me is the other Mark and Nick. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. How are you all doing? All good. All good. Good. How are you doing, Nick? <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's just the way you introduce <laughs> Chazzy as the other Mark. Well, he is. I, mean, I know he is the other he Mark, is Chazzy, but he's so, Chazzy. But like, I have to assume an identity or it gets very confusing. Mm. I know. Although, should I, maybe I just breached GDPR. Should I have not like let your nah, shouldn't use your government? No. Shouldn't you use your government name. No, I, I used his government, my government name, name on um, honourable mentions because I was gonna, I was trying to That's be all, trying to be all professional and a professional. Yeah, but, and how did um, that work out? That didn't really work out. I well, know actually the podcast worked out very well, but the, uh, the podcast was very good. But yeah, the uh, but I don't but think anyone takes, paid no. any attention whatsoever. No, no one thinks you're professional. That's it. <laughs> Even I don't. All right, fellas. Um, before we get into what we've been playing, uh, Gamescom is happening. Gamescom is is a thing. Oh. For the first time in like a couple of years, I don't feel like Gamescom happened during the pandemic, right? Or if it did, I went to the nobody noticed. Um, before I know you did. You went, the, you went to the last one pre-pandemic, yeah. Yeah. I completely forgot it was happening Quickly until googling Gamescom. I I got an alert last night. I've been like, oh, oh, it's opening night live at Gamescom 2022. Jeff Keighley's Circle Jerk, second Circle Jerk of the year. Jeff Keighley. Uh, after, after the Summer Game Fest. After the Summer Game Fest, this is where he comes and and Circle Jerks all over Europe. Um. It was a bit of a weird press conference. There wasn't a huge number of games that hadn't been announced already. Um, it was a lot of stuff that we already knew about. They showed some more Callisto Protocol gameplay. Uh, one of the developers came out to talk about it, and he had like a very thick, sort of like, I don't know, somewhere in the New York, New Jersey region accent. Oh, and it was very funny. It was like... It was like a, a cast member of The Sopranos talking say. about video game development, and it was very, very funny. Um, there was a few surprises, though. There is a Dune survival MMO on the way. Dune okay. Awakening. Um, and it's by, it's in um, it's being published by uh, or it, one of the, the the titles that splashed up at the beginning was um, Legendary. So I presume Legendary Pictures has a video game department of some sort, publishing or whatever. Uh, and the music sounded very, very Hans Zimmer. Uh, but the, the main character didn't was not like a Timothy Chalamet lookalike sort of thing. Right. But, but I don't know. Uh, there might be some tie-in with the film. Um, it must be. By the looks of it. It seems that Legendary um, has just uh, Legendary Studios was just there because they've signed the deal, so they own the rights to Dune. The IP to Dune. Yeah, yeah. So that's fair. Just mm. like I guess Marvel flashing up on a Marvel game. Yeah. Um, there is a sequel to Lords of the Fallen uh, called The Lords of the Fallen. So they didn't even want to come with like Lords of the Fallen 2. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Lords of the Fallen was the game that the people who make The Surge made before The Surge. It was the first sort of like high profile Souls-like game yeah. that wasn't made by From. Uh, it wasn't very good. Uh, but The Surge apparently is very good from people I know who've played it. Uh, so maybe The Lords of the Fallen will be all right. 
very bombastic trailer didn't show any gameplay um there's a sequel coming to moving out which was a looked like a great little couch co-op game yeah. i haven't played it i kind of wish i had um tales from the borderlands is a thing and it's coming out in october um tales of the borderlands was was kind of a um, standout because it was the only borderlands game only game associated with borderlands that had good writing was that yeah, the one that the, the telltale, that telltale one, one? Yeah. it was one that telltale made that's it gearbox didn't write it and therefore it had good writing uh and the new um i guess the new t- uh, telltale are working on this Okay. They've got. They had another game as well. They're making a um, a game based on the Expanse, the novels, and then the TV series um, that lots of people have been telling me I should watch, and I haven't got around to watching yet. Um. God, what else was there? Tortuga, a pirate tale. Um. Showed a very very short trailer. It looks a little bit like Sid Meier's Pirates. You've played that game, like a you know, yeah, strategy game with pirates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, new Sonic game. That's been we've known about that for ages. Sonic Frontiers. They showed some more oh. gameplay that that looked kind of interesting. Uh, a game called Under the Waves. This was kind of funny. It's by a French developer Parallel Studio, um, but it's being published by Quantic Dream. And Jeff Keighley said, like, here's a new game from a French studio. And then they ran the trailer, and then he just moved on to the straight. And it's like he didn't want to say the words Quantic Dream on stage because they're so toxic. I don't understand how they're still a thing, to be honest. There was an interview in um, Edge, the latest episode of Edge, with, uh, uh, with David Cage. I haven't read it yet. I skimmed through it, and he was asked a lot about the accusations, and he denied all of them. Hmm. As you would. But there you go. But yeah, fuck that. But the I don't know. The game color looks interesting. It's like a underwater exploration sort of thing. But um, were Quantic Dream or aren't Quantic Dream working on a Star Wars game? They are. They are. Yeah. Mm. I won't. I won't play that either. No. <laughs> um. What if Stormtroopers had feelings? <laughs> yes. Exactly. Um. <laughs> Moonbreaker, this is a really interesting one. Um, the developers of Subnautica, um, Unknown Worlds, uh, they're making another game, and it's as far from Subnautica as it possibly could be. So Sub- Subnautica is like a first-person underwater exploration survival game, yeah. and Moonbreaker is a is basically like a, a, a video game board game with yeah. miniatures. Looks a bit like uh, Hammer Mate Starcraft. Yeah, uh, and you can like paint the miniatures however you want, and they've all got like uh, the, the only thing they like they had like voice lines and everything like that, and they move around on the board and they would have attacks and whatnot. The only thing they didn't have is like, which are kind of missing a little bit, is the pieces don't animate when they attack. From what oh. we can see so far, but it's, I mean, it's uh, it's only going to be in early access in September, so I don't know. It could be something they could add in. I don't know. Um, but it looks kind of neat. Um, God, what else? Um, Lies of P. Apparently, this has been a thing for a while. I, I hadn't heard of it. Mm. It's the Bloodborne looking, Bloodborne ass looking game where you play as Pinocchio. Oh my god! 
And Lies of P is a terrible title for a game. Oh, God, yeah. It's like, it's Grimdark Pinocchio. Do you remember um, American Geese, American McGee's Alice in yeah. Wonderland thing? Yeah. Mm. Like that, but you're Pinocchio, and it looks like Bloodborne. Um, there's a bunch of other games that, like, just didn't grab me at all, to be honest. Um, they showed another trailer for that new Justin Roiland game, High on Life, and the thing they showed was a boss fight. Right. It's like, that's a bad thing to show off as your trailer. It's just an extended fight against one enemy. Um, but also the dialogue. And I'm, com- I'm saying this as someone who quite likes Rick and Morty. Dialogue was not funny. Right, okay. uh, and it's a game in which your weapons talk to you. So, oof. Yeah. Um, I can say that getting very old very quick. Hideo yes. Kojima yeah. announced a new podcast. That was the big reveal at the end. It's like, yeah, and my friend Hideo on. Kojima is, um, uh, he, he, you know, uh, yeah, my, my good friend Hideo Kojima is here with an announcement. Everyone's like, okay, he's going to finally announce what this game is he's making for Xboxes. No, he's got a podcast for Spotify. No, okay. Now, Hideo Kojima, I don't know, uh, Hideo Kojima can speak English. I don't know to what extent he can speak English, but he's not confident enough to speak English you know, when he's doing like a to camera piece, so he's not going to do a podcast in English. So how is it going to work for a Western market? It'll have subtitles. Maybe it doesn't. It's po- Oh my God, Nick. <laughs> Sorry. I'm in a weird mood tonight. Are they going to dub him? They might dub him. Will he be played by Mads Mikkelsen? Or Norman Reedus? <laughs> God, I hope so. You could you could probably choose dubs or subs to, on YouTube. I'd listen Pick to Mads your... Mikkelsen talking Pick... about video games. Yeah, Sounds um, like an interesting. Have guy. you seen Dorf Romantic is coming to Switch? That's a cool. Yeah, cool one. That's a very cool one. Yeah, uh, Dorf Romantic is a lovely little game. Yeah. Um, Hard Space Shipbreak is coming to console. Maybe. That's good. I'll probably be on Game Pass as well when it does. Um, yeah, the Expanse Telltale thing. Oh, they're making a a video game of the cult classic movie Killer Clowns from Outer Space. It's by the developers of the um, uh, Friday the 13th game. Uh, okay. Uh, it's a 3v7 asymmetrical multiplayer horror game. That was apparently a decent game before all of the... Um copyright issues possibly um what else uh, the ottomans and the malians are coming to age of empires cool big new, uh, new civilizations there that's good i need to play some more age of empires we were going to do some multiplayer at some point and then we never got around to it um yeah so we probably should we definitely should at some point um they showed some more gotham knights they were like and Jeff Kelly was like, the game's coming out way sooner than you think it is. And then they showed the release date, and it's it's coming out four days earlier than they said it would. <laughs> it's really cool. Um, they didn't even show any gameplay. Um, I have, I still don't know what that game is. Um, I don't have any interest in it either, to be honest. Mm. Uh, they showed off a game called Where Winds Meet. Um, it looked like a very, very 
polished AAA third-person action-adventure game, but but um, uh, by a Chinese developer set in a fantastical version of ancient China. Uh, and it's it's quite like I don't know, like you see a lot of games come out of a lot of games come out of uh, out of China, but they're almost always free to play games and games and gacha sort of games for the mobile market this is like the first one that i can think of that's like that looks like a a foray into like a traditional triple a you know big tentpole title sort of thing um so i don't know maybe that market's changing a little bit but it looked uh, the trailer looked really good uh and that was about it that's a bit all that i showed um Jeff Keighley ha- had a weird segment where he talked to a guy from Mini about Mini's uh, new Aceman X Pokemon model. Okay. Uh, it's an electric version of the Min of uh, electric Mini, but it's got like Pokemon crossover stuff. Uh, I like I started to nod off during that section. Um, it was incredibly boring. Do you drive around and it just picks up Pokemon for Pokemon Go? I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find anything more about it. Uh, uh, here we go. Yeah, uh, it's a mini with gaming features and Pokemon. There's a Pokemon mode. You can connect your games console to the car. It was very confusing. <laughs> it's just got a HDMI um, port. Yeah, I want to find a bunch of all these gaming features. It seems to it seems to suggest it has a um, projector on the front that can project the game onto a screen. I don't know if that's just for the. That's the sort of shit they would do in Pip My Ride, like fifteen years ago, just for the video. But it definitely seems to suggest that is what. Yeah, Yeah. it's got got a projector in the front. What the fuck? I don't like the idea of that at all. No. It seems very dumb. Hmm. Um, it is a shite anyway. There were a lot of other games that were like, um, you know, the sort of things that... No, not really going to grab my attention, but like, you know, it's some stage time for European developers, double-A uh, developers and whatnot. And, uh, there's going to be a Dead Island 2. I didn't play Dead Island 1. I remember the trailer. Didn't they announce Dead Island 2 like 15 years ago? Uh, possibly. Uh, it says here, uh, opening night live, or ONL, as he kept on calling it all night, um, ended with a big re-reveal of Dead Island 2, a game so long in development, it's essentially back from the dead. <laughs> yeah, I remember it being announced at, at E3 in 2012, apparently. Yeah, so t- 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, it's almost as long as we've been waiting for uh, Skull and Bones. Or, yeah. It had a, if you remember the Goat Simulator <coughs> 3 trailer, was yeah. an homage yeah. to the Dead Island 2 reveal trailer. That wasn't the Dead Island That's 2. Dead Island trailer. That was the Dead Island 1 oh, trailer. Dead Island 1. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The one where like, the person's like falling in like reverse or whatever and like, yeah. That was a good trailer. The game, yeah, terrible. It's all right. It was okay. 
I was just already at that point, like however long ago that was, 12, 13 years ago, I was already really kind of sick of zombie games. <laughs> uh, they don't stop making them. Um, but yeah, that was about it. There was It was a long old presentation. Uh, in between, they had really awkward, like, awards for here's the Xbox game that people are most excited for. And the same for other platforms. And um, here's the award for the most environmentally friendly booth at Gamescom. Uh, and some strange stuff like that. Um, it was it was an odd presentation, but it's the kind of like odd is the sort of thing that you kind of expect with Gamescom. Yeah. Um, and there's going to be a lot more stuff coming out over the course of the like the rest of the week. Um, Xbox are doing some streams and whatnot, and IGN and Gamespot, and there'll be other stuff that comes out over the course of the week. But I've got it was a pretty underwhelming presentation but uh, i guess everybody saved all of their good stuff for key three yeah i was listening to a podcast earlier and they were basically saying like you've had everything from e3 e3 and inverted commas and summer game fest and then kind of mm-hmm. games comes weirdly sandwiched in the middle between that and the game awards where everything gets announced for the winter so yeah like, this is just just an update almost like people come out and just say yeah yeah do you remember yeah. you saw this trailer well here's some gameplay for it but there were also some like there were some announcements like you know the randy pitchford went all the way to germany to announce tales of the borderlands which i'm presuming gearbox aren't making uh well they'll, so, be, they'll be publishing i'm guessing well they're not a publisher are they are they not anymore they're a subsidiary of oh yeah no yeah 2k CK, yeah, yeah. Or whoever the hell owns them these days. I don't know. It's all confusing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it was a weird one. Um, is this now the future? Like, it, is, if we ever got back to there being like a fully fledged Paris Games Week, Tokyo Game Show, things like that, yeah. is Jeff Keighley going to pre- present all of them? No, no. I think Jeff Keighley's just got a massive in with the the gamescom people and has kind of leveraged that because he's he's across everything i mean i know we've been doing uh, well i've been setting up a lot of meetings with him mm. for stuff we're doing at work so like he, and that's not anything you know that's just for one you know hardware company so yeah you know he's just basically there and out to you know get himself out and get his face out in europe as well as just basically expand out from the, the states as well as you know get into other territories yeah, lucky us yeah nick's got his hand up very politely i've got some bad news for you guys here we go okay new tales from the borderlands is being developed by gearbox oh then i won't be playing it that's a shame published by the two, the, the, the two, um 2K. the dialogue in the trailer didn't look particularly good but then the dialogue in the trailer for the first tales of the borderland didn't look particularly good and then ended up being Really good. A cracking little game. Apparently they've hired so, some of the alumni who worked on it. But Randy Pitchford will have his fingers in it. And he and Randy Pitchford thinks that he's really funny. Randy Pitchford yeah. likes to have his fingers in things. Yeah, I've heard about, about that. He also likes to leave thumb drives with porn on it. At, <clears throat> what was it? Medieval Times? Yeah, like, I think like so. A, like a medieval-themed... Like, yeah, Renaissance Fair-themed 
restaurant. Yeah. Fucking weirdo. Fair enough. Um, uh, I'm just trying to think if there was anything else that really caught my eye. I showed another trailer for uh, for um, 40k Dark Tide. Um, don't know when that's coming out. It got delayed. Yeah, it got pushed um, back. I think it might not be till next year now, early next year. I think yeah. I'll look it up. That's fine. Um, Park Beyond. Um, they're kind of interesting. Uh, Olympic Entertainment's theme park sim. Uh, but it's... I, I read a little bit about it, and it's like, what if you could build a park where which didn't where you didn't have to like um pay so much attention to you know gravity and physics right. and the the sort of technology that we actually have um so you can it'd be a little bit more adventurous with your you can build like ridiculous roller coasters and whatnot i don't know look kind of neat look very uh cheerful uh, and i like a good park sim but yeah that was about it um that i can remember just uh, it was wasn't weird. Dark uh, what? It's been pushed back to November. Okay, that's what November next year. Uh, no, November twenty twenty two. Oh, so that's fine then. Yeah. Um, I was expecting it to be next year. Uh, the only other thing that really happened yesterday was there was the um big showcase at Bungie where they showed off um their next first stuff about their next expansion. And stuff that's coming, and there's some very interesting stuff coming to um, to Destiny. Uh, have you seen the still Uh, no. The Lightfall stuff. I have only seen um, the the new season stuff. Plunder. Okay. Um, so there's an expansion coming um, February next year called Lightfall. It's going to take place in a city on Mercury, not Mercury. The other end of complete up, other Neptune? end of the f- solar system, Neptune. I think I saw yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> There's like a a crazy neon city with an entire civilization has been living out there, and we didn't know about them, and they didn't know about us. Typical. Um, Good. And so it's kind of it's like in a huge sci-fi city rather than you know in ru- crumbling ruins like we've been hanging about in since 2014. Uh, they're introducing a new element called something. I can't Gavin. remember. It's basically like Green Lantern power. Uh, <laughs> so you can like summon stuff out of the ether and it all shines green. Um, and as part of that, you can like use like a tether grappling hook thing that can tether in onto like just stuff. Uh, thin air. Just like so, you can do like Pointing swinging. Uh, you like the, 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 the trailer showed like yeah, but like in thin air, a f- first person web swinging in like, but not having to attach to anything. Um, it looked kind of wild. Um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to that. There's a whole bunch of like really interesting changes coming to the game as well. Uh, they're finally, finally, it's crazy adding loadouts um, and a bunch of other interesting systems but uh most of it was like stuff that's only really interesting if you're really into the game like me yeah well um, picked it up. it's installed mm. on the pc good man so i've been uh getting used to playing it for the f- with a mouse and keyboard for the first time that's been interesting mm. today 
took me a while to get back into playing shoes on a much like, prefer mouse. Like yeah, 60, now I can't. 60 and like, you know, with mouse and keyboard is just mm. absolutely amazing. So yeah, I can't go back to uh, nah. playing first version shoes on a controller now. But uh, <laughs> yeah, um, all right. That was Gamescom sort of thrown under the bus. Uh, <laughs> shall we uh, talk about what we've been playing? Do it. Uh, Nicholas. Hi. Um, you are to you're clockwise to me in Discord, so I'm <laughs> picking on you first. Excellent. This what have you been be playing? Very nice, short and sweet. That's fine. I played a bit of Destiny for like <laughs> the two hours before this podcast. But it's a new <laughs> season, so I figured I could yeah. jump in and stuff. I played a bit with you last week. Um but that yeah. was just kind of treading old water and, you know, doing the normal shit. Yeah, past and hopefully future guests, Andy Palmer. Um, that's the guy. I forgot his name. He's been sorry, Andy. Yeah, he's been. Tr- that's fine. <laughs> he's been trying to get back into Destiny, but he hasn't played it since maybe Forsaken. Yeah. Uh, which was two thousand and nineteen. Long time ago. Mm. Yeah. Somewhere around there. Uh, possibly earlier than that. Possibly 2018. I think it was I the autumn of 18. Right. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, so we would like doing some kind to try and help him get back up to speed. But yeah, new season. Um, so what do you what do you think of the two hours of it you've played? I did some plundering and it's fine. It's just... Did you do one of the pirate ship events? I've done three of them to get the weekly drop. Yeah. Um, it's fine. It's all right. It's kind of just more of the same. Um, it's good to go back. It's quite to, fun. It's okay. It's fine. Like you board ships and you jump around and stuff, and then um, shoot shit. Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I like like, the idea of as like... far as a destiny mode goes, I don't think it's the most inventive. It's it's kind of like it's it's in the uh it's it's above average for their seasonal content of for their seasonal activities. I preferred I um what was the one with uh overdrive overlight override? Oh yeah, yeah, that was the one where you like you hack like the system and you go in and kill all the Vex at the end. In, yeah, like, but that was like a year ago. Um, I think it was this expansion. Wasn't no, it? was it not this? It was expansion? one of this. Was it no, it was Beyond one of Light the seasons. One? It was one of the Beyond Light seasons. Oh, okay. We've had a whole expansion since then. Shit. Well. Yeah. Yeah. See what I mean though? It was like it, it's it's not uh, it's not on the same level as that. It's not the same as like Menagerie was, but. Uh, it seems to be on the yeah slightly more interesting but because it's not just that there's like there's the, the once so the loop of the 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 season is like you do that pirate stuff and you get like scraps of map fragments of treasure maps and then you piece yeah. them all together to make a treasure map and you go and find the hidden treasure on another yeah. activity. And then that's a whole other mm. activity. I've I've uh, I've then, got a map now, but I've not had time to do that activity. That activity is kind of fun. You're basically like drilling for treasure. Um and the treasure pops out of the ground and it's like um 
little engrams you've got to pick up and then chuck into your like treasure transport thing that then you have to protect and and uh escort to the next point and then and then like some enemies will appear in another part of the map that disrupting you so then you have to break like one of you has to break off and go and kill them and then come back and um and then once you've like once a week there's like another thing you can do as well where you have to go and fight like a pirate lord Mm. and get some a special piece of loot but uh i know so far it's it's enough to grab my attention for a while new yeah, raid that's it, isn't on it? friday like, new old raid new new do old we know raid which friday, one it is yeah. yet king's fall king's fall okay i, did, I didn't yeah, know if we it. uh if we knew yet I yeah no like... they, uh, they confirmed it during that stream okay i kind of like how they are just holding back to like the week before um it'd be quite yeah. cool I know they'd never not be able even to the do week this. before. No, they the the trailer that showed off what this season was going to be was an hour before the season started. Yeah, sorry, I meant the raid. Oh yeah, so yeah. Like, yeah. What well, would be really only... cool? I know they'd never be able to do this because the data miners and stuff. But it'd be really cool if literally on the day they announced what the raid was going to be when, especially when it's returning raids, because then people have time time to prepare yeah. and look back at what the raid what i know they change it up a little bit but like fault of glass was pretty much the same wasn't it um, yeah i did in like champions and stuff yeah they had champions um, and stuff but obviously like the the you know everything was kind of the same whereas for a lot of people though that would have been their first time running Vault of glass because they wouldn't have done it in, in d1 yeah well I there'll be I a lot of either. people who never did you say you didn't i'm guessing you never did king's fall either no, but obviously I the people that I run the raids with will have mm. maybe done it. Pretty sure. Some of them will have. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, um, it's cool. I'll do the raid at some point. Um, mm. I'm trying to just now we've got like the gift from the gods to be up to the level cap, not the hard cap, obviously, but the the normal cap. I'm going to try 17. and. That is the the hard cap. Oh, is it? Not the yeah, pin- and then pinnacle plus, cap then. Plus, plus 10 from that is the pinnacle cap. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to try and keep up with it a bit. I literally, yeah. like I booted Destiny up. Um, well, I went on it last week and then um, going on it today, like <laughs> I received last season's uh, seasonal artifact today. <laughs> um, you still get that, uh, even though it's like, like, it's like, here's your legacy seasonal artifact. I was like, oh, cheers. Yeah. And so then, you can still do the activities. I can still do the activities, the... but you can't level up the old seasonal artifact, which there's no point doing. Obviously, that's just um, you can. Why? How? Oh no, no, you didn't get the. That's not the artifact. That's not the artifact. No, no, I. It's it, the. That's what I mean. Though it the... gave me the artifact. It was like here's the se- here's the seasonal artifact from the last season, and then it just promptly disappears because you have to accept it, and then it disappears. Oh right. Oh, I see what you mean. I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, no, you you get given the. Th- the thing that you need to do to interact with the previous seasons, yeah, the yeah, the thing that's in your quest, event thing, whatever it is, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, and you can we still had the like hammer and stuff from last year, yeah, 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 exactly, um, yeah, yeah. But um, it's, it's cool, it's fine, it's whatever, it's destiny. I'm going to try and keep on top of it as best as I can. Have you um, have you seen the new armor that's available in the Eververse? Fortnite shit. The warlock stuff is really like i don't care about the other two but the warlock stuff is like 
Um, it's got like a. Oh, you never played Ghost of Tsushima, did you? No, I've seen people play um, bits and bobs of it though. The Fox Mask. Yeah, I know what you're on about. Um, yeah, the, the Warlock's got like a mask that's quite like that, but it's a cat, and I really like it. I don't want it. I don't even like cats. I just want it. Um, some of the seasonal armor is very funny. It's all pirate themed. The new weapons you get are all like they look like blunderbusses uh, and stuff like that. It's 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 all it's very space piratey, and I I appreciate it. Um, I'm enjoying it's quite that cool a lot. to be the the feel of it is very much forsaken because you got the spider back and stuff as well. Yeah, it's quite cool. It's been a while since we've seen him. Yeah, uh, and Miss Rax and who hasn't been in since that season of the splicer or whatever. And yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. Um, anything else you played? Nah. Nothing else? You haven't bought the cat game yet. Which cat game? The cat game. The Stray. Cat game. Yeah. No, I've not. I've, no. Man. <laughs> I thought you would have been on that pretty quick. Been all over, yeah. I mean, I would yeah. have been. I've just not had time and I was on holiday and then I don't know. Like getting getting a house renovated just takes energy, mm-hmm. and yeah. if it's the choice between booting my computer up and downloading all the updates, downloading the games, or just turning the TV on and watching something, the TV wins because it's easier. Fair, fair enough. I should get on Xbox Game Pass Ultimate so I can just stream it. So everything will just be like. Same effort as that. Yep. Nice yeah. and easy. Uh, all right, then. Well, Chazzy, what have you been playing, then? Oh, I have been playing... Went back to um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Because I got really right. frustrated with that game because I wasn't getting anywhere. And I didn't understand where my next... Qu- I basically got to a point where I, I had no more quests and I was just standing around like a really low level, not really worked not really understanding why I couldn't get anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that at some point in the game, it tells you to go and talk to a lady in a building who's, who's standing by a map. And if you don't talk to her, basically none of your missions or story missions will pop up. So I've basically been wandering around and had no idea that I had to go and speak to this woman. So... Managed to stumble across and thought, oh, I'll have a, have a quick chat. And then all of a sudden, bang, I'm into all the story missions. I've been smashing through those. And I've gone from like level 20 to like level 100 in like a week. So, yeah, it's been good fun. Yeah, it's a thoroughly cracking game once you can actually, you know, work out what you're actually doing. I put something like 120 hours into that game yeah. um, over a Christmas break when I had COVID. Nice. Uh, it wasn't the wasn't my wasn't the greatest like Christmas break we've ever had. That's but, say, um, but that's one of those games where you can just kind of just sit there and just you know. Why, that was you. Like we, we we got the um, confirmation, like the positive, like the text you get through. Yeah, mm. you tested positive at like five six o'clock in the morning on Christmas Day. Oh, nice. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's that's. No shit. <laughs> like, what am I going to do for the next two weeks? Just went downstairs, went on PSN, bought it, sat down, 
and just rinsed it. And just played it for for a good like week and a bit. Um, it's decent. Are you playing it on PS5? Uh, I am, yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I played no, it on sorry, PS4. No, no, I'm it on, the, on the Series X, sorry. Okay, right. Yeah. Uh, I played it on PS4 and it, it ran fine on yeah. PS4. Um, I no. imagine it's it, looked very nice on next-gen consoles. Yeah, it's really good on this on the Series X. It looks beautiful. And um, there's something about that, the bow that I have that is just incredibly satisfying to just roll up to a camp and just plink off people with headshots and then just once they're all gone, nip down, loot their entire town and leave. It's, uh, yeah, that's, that's one of my fun bits to do at the moment. It's just to literally go around like the Predator and just take everyone out. Yeah. But, it's, uh, but yeah, like I say, there's some good fun bits. I've just got to this like sort of, uh, oh, I can't remember what it is. Are now. you playing as um, Boy a- Boy Avor or Lady Avor? Lady Avor, yeah. Okay. Which is a bit weird because there's certain bits of it where you can see they've written it for a guy and then hastily, like they've sort of hastily had to change the the way it, it pans out if, if you're dressed as, you know, if you are Lady Avor. You know, it kind of works, mm. but kind of doesn't at the same, you mm. know, it's a little bit awkward. Mm-hmm. You know, you can see the bit of re- written around it, <clears throat> but um, yeah, a lot. I, I much, you know, I, I can't imagine it any other way. I can't imagine playing it with a a male Avor. Let's put it that way. See, I played it with male Avor uh, because I'd played um, uh, Odyssey mm. with um, Cassandra. That's it. Yeah, not Alexios. Yeah, I've just I played, it with, done a mission played it with, with Cassandra. She's a great character. Yeah, um, so I was going to, okay, I did, did the last one with the lady, I'll do this one with the guy. Um, mm. Guy was fine, like, from what I saw, Alexios was a, was a bit of a twat <laughs> in Odyssey, yeah. but boy Eivor is, is, yeah, he's, he's good, um, okay. quite liked him, um, voiced by an Icelandic um, voice actor, yeah. which you know, lends it some sort of authenticity, I guess. Yeah. Um, I like the settings, I like how when you yeah. first set up in England, you're on the banks of the River Nen. Cowards couldn't even be bothered to put the words Northamptonshire <laughs> in in the game. But uh, but I know where you I know you're there. I know you're there. It's, That's where you are. You start the game in Northamptonshire. It. Damn it. I love the fact um, that you literally come in to Mersey, which is not a million miles away from where I am. And then yeah. you just go marauding through Essex. I just thought that was hilarious. It's yeah. um it's a very, very, very condensed version of oh God, yeah. of of the UK. Uh, but but I've spent so much time just going out and exploring, doing the um, the monastery raids on the river. Yeah. They're all good fun. Uh, I meant to jump back in because there's like they did some uh, two big pieces of uh, a DLC. There was one set in Ireland that was supposed to be very good. Uh, which is completely fictionalized because I think no, 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 mind that one. Um, yeah, the one set in Ireland, and then there was another one uh, about the siege of Paris. Okay, uh, which is quite an interesting piece of yeah. Viking history. I've just done one on the Isle of Skye. There's a whole thing set on there. Okay, all the way through. And, yeah, uh, I don't think that was in the game when I finished okay. it, but. Um, this was like a couple of years ago now. Nice, or a good eighteen months ago at least. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah no i should probably jump back into it at some point yeah. like i've 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 been tempted to double dip on it when i've seen it cheap on pc but uh i ubisoft games on pc yeah no, uh that sort fun. of ubisoft game on pc they don't seem to run very well no. watchdogs um thingy oof, yeah ran ran pretty bad uh, and I've heard that Assassin's Creed is not that much better, really. Nah. Yeah, I don't so, think their open shame. world engine is very well PC optimized. Yeah. No, and they don't put the time in to optimize it no, exactly. particularly well. Well, to be fair, like, I guess like their player base for those games probably like 75% console. So It's true, hmm. but their, their PC market is big enough for them to have to have their own fucking launcher, <laughs> which I hate. Yeah, it's awful. I hate it. That's Every time they add greedy. one of their games onto Game Pass, I'm like, oh, yeah, I get to play fucking... Um, Can I remember my Tom, password? Tom Clancy's uh, Wildlands or whatever yeah. it was. Ghost yeah. Recon Wildlands. Oh, great. Uh, I haven't played this in ages. I'm going to play some of this with Chazzy. Oh, I've got to no, go through the fucking great. Ubisoft launcher. Yeah. Fucking hate the Ubisoft launcher. I like the new free-to-play, or the new, the current iteration free-to-play version of Trackmania is only playable through the fucking Ubisoft launcher. <laughs> Makes me, I was like, I'm so tempted to sack it off and just go and play an old, old yeah. Trackmania game instead from before the days. Um, they didn't used to be like this. They've got, um, they're not the only, um, uh, they're not the only one who does this. I've got another one I'll come on to later on. But yeah, um, yeah. So, but other than that, um, uh, the only other game I've played is Two Point Campus on Game Pass. Oh yeah, I played about half an hour to an hour of this. Yeah, I played through the first, like the first tutorial school, whatever you want to call it. But because um, um, yeah, I, I played up, up to yeah. the bit where you you you're building like the VR lab. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I did all that. Yeah, then, yeah. So basically, um, I played some. A while back, I played Two Point Hospital because that was that was around and about, and um, it didn't it didn't really click with me for whatever reason. Just I think the the setting, the you know, the, the hospital didn't really inspire my imagination. But with Campus, there's just something slightly more warm and funny, and you know, they've just turned up the whimsy a bit more with Campus. And it really drew me in, and I've been thoroughly enjoying it. Like, like you say, like having to set up kind of um, classes, and then dormitories, and then you know all the kind of living quarters and social quarters, and trying to get people to make friends. And that's the thing that's blah, that blah, blah, blah. I've been really enjoying with it as well. It's like Two Point Hospital is great. I used to love playing Theme Hospital back in the day. Mm. But uh, bottom line is, you're still designing a hospital which yeah. even when they're making up like fun wacky illnesses and whatnot no one wants to be in a hospital well this is the thing is like, i know it sounds not stupid th- but like it's the, too not clinical. even the people that work there <laughs> yeah whereas like two-point campus is like you get to design a university where like everybody has fun at university this is it um, yeah. you get yeah. to design stupid like um common rooms and like design like your like the the you know or the um dormitories and everything like that in a way that you would like yeah um and just have a little bit more fun with it that's it um and there's more scope for like 
stupid stuff. Like I haven't come across it yet, but I, the one that stood out the most from the when they first showed the trailer was like the the night school the night thing. School, yeah, but it's like it's literally a school for for it's knights, amazing. like armored knights. Yeah, yeah, I love that. But uh, like you can see yeah. it from like just setting up that VR lab. You know, that wouldn't yeah. be your first go to. You know, you set up the science lab, and then you wouldn't think that that would be your next go to set of um, lessons and to start for the next year you know you would have yeah. thought it'd be an old history or whatever you know something a bit more classical but no first mm. you know you go straight into a vr lab and everyone's peeing about with headsets and these yeah you know, zapping each other and stuff and yeah it, it, like i say it's just it's just a lot more fun i just felt more like i say i just felt a lot more warm and a lot yeah just sure. fired my interest a bit more and um yeah i've been thoroughly enjoying it actually gotta say mm. um i'm gonna probably put a few more hours into it on on game pass i've got a uh, my game pass ran out so i was trying to get as many games in as humanly possible before, uh, yeah before it ran out so i'm gonna try and find a deal and yeah get back on it for another six months i need to jump back into it and have a little play of it um mm. my other half has expressed interest in playing it as well oh yeah definitely um, i literally um tonight i signed um my xbox account into claire's pc so she could download and play two point campus so, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. kind, her kind it's, of game down to it. She loved Two Point yeah. Hospital, though. So, <clears throat> makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is, it does feel mm. a lot better this, this time around. Just, fit, just feels, I know it's weird, but it just feels easier. Like they've just sort of streamlined it a bit better. And kind yeah, of, the, the, like the systems are a lot more, like uh, the, the lot, yeah, a lot clearer, a lot better thought out than they were. Not that they were bad in Two Point Hospital. It's just a, like, this is just a, you know, a second stab at that sort of thing. Yeah, I guess with two, with two point hospital though, it was a their first attempt at the kind of genre, and yep. b they were trying to replicate a classic game that was loved by thousands of yeah. people. So hugely, yeah, they had to keep it kind of similar to that while also deciding how they could put their mark on it and build the build out the platform and engine and stuff, which they've done now. So yeah, yeah, I'll be interested mm-hmm. to play sure. it as well and see. See how it is. Yeah, definitely. yeah. yeah I, think you'll, I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. Thoroughly enjoyed it. But other than that, that's that's about it, really. Well, we played a little bit of Ghost <laughs> oh, yeah. Recon Wildlands. Ghost Recon Tom Clancy's <laughs> Coke co- Cocaine Wonderland. That's it. Um, <laughs> that is a, that boy. Is a thoroughly decent game. Yeah. Do you like the idea of being a CIA operative? Just murdering your way through uh a, like extra extraditious uh executions <laughs> in a latin american country where you have absolutely no jurisdiction and you call people shit fuck a lot mark you um, are you're too socialist for this game then fucking <laughs> murder ghost, your way ghost recon through a south american country Murdering your way through a South American country on behalf of the U.S. government. The U.S. government, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, like the whole, like, the reason, the story, fuck the story. The story in this game is fucking stupid anyway. Um, the, the protagonists is awful. The person they work for is awful. You're a fucking government stooge. <laughs> All the people that you're fighting against are just, like, horrible caricatures of what Americans think uh bolivian drug lords are like um that it's fucking awful but the gameplay is kind of dumb and and like but dumb fun um 
Uh, it's just a big sandbox, like almost like if you if you took if you took away this like the silly gadgets from um, Just Cause. No. Uh, but instead of that, you had like quite tight um, cooperative stealth shooting gameplay. Yeah. Uh, that's what it is. Yeah. It's, it is thoroughly okay. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's thoroughly, averagely all right and decent. But um, Yes. Yeah. I mean, we had, we, had a good, we had a lot of good fun just rolling up to camps and, like you say, setting up timing the, sniper shots timing to sniper take shots. out pairs of guards and yeah stuff like that did really good like, it's um, satisfying did you do it like they're doing the e3 demos oh god yeah no. no we even spoke about that when we were streaming it we were just like you know yeah we mentioned uh, it but we didn't we didn't talk like how, how awful it because is. people don't talk like that wonder what went uh, on here i don't know yeah. got a guard don't on the know. right you take the left o- yeah. oscar mike to the location Nobody says that at all. Like they did the same thing in their um, division. Do you remember in the, the, the yeah, in the division, division trailer. Was yeah, so and then bad. Was it division two or division one? I can't remember. It was division one where they were showing off like the gameplay footage, uh, including lots and lots of mechanics that never made it into the game. Yep. Um, but they shut the door on the car. That's it. When yeah, great. Pro- yeah, that's great. It is. You can do that. I read an article I about someone gasping when that happened at E3. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was quite a big thing. Okay. Do you not get excited about you know realism in your doors and on cars and games? Was this Nick, the same? Are you playing? Are you playing Destiny while we're recording? Uh, I can see the lights dancing across your face. There's a lot of flashing lights going on, <laughs> yes, mate. Even that, you've got, got a disco. disco ball. Yeah, disco. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, he's hooked again. That's it, I've just remembered. What I happens. did play something else. It's crack. Well, what did you play? Um, Drop Mix. Drop Mix? Have you, do you never remember this game? It was incredible. So basically, Is that like Little Mix? No, you get... It was basically Harmonix's way of trying to get back into the DJ Hero slash that Guitar Hero um, thing. Uh, right. You get like a board with spaces to put down cards. And each card is a part a part of a track of a song, like a loop, and you can basically just mix your own songs, but it's all done in a sort of gameplay way. So I put down a card, you put down a card. And I was mm. playing it with my son, and it was so much fun. And you just make you basically make a whole mix of songs out of all mm. these like eighty playing cards that have got like, obviously NFTs in them. NFTs in it. Um, uh, NFCs. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, it's uh, so yeah, and, and it's just so much fun because you end up by the end of the night, you just put it in freestyle mode, and then you're just whacking, take, putting stuff on and taking stuff off, and you know, literally just sitting there like for an hour, making a big mm. long mix mm. of uh, of tunes, and it was um, thoroughly good fun. But interesting, it turns out that Harmonix mm-hmm. pulled the um, app from the App Store, uh, so when yeah, it would have been licensing stuff, right? Yeah, right. So yeah. when I played it a couple of weeks ago, it was all pulled from the, the the store, and it was all a, you know, I looked in and oh yeah, it's been pulled down. I couldn't mm-hmm. put it on my iPad. Luckily, still had it on my phone, and you know, use my phone to sort of play the game and get it all done. And then, just miraculously, this week apparently someone made a big hoo ha about it, and it and it uh just went back up on the um, Apple Store. 
And All it was, right, okay. Yeah, couldn't believe it. So yeah, now I've got I've now Good. got it re-downloaded, made sure I've got it on as many different iOS devices as I can. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. So now I've guess, got it all back on the iPad. So I guess that's kind of the problem with iOS because it's like a walled garden. You well, can't this is it. It's like I've got that the Anki. APK. Whereas if this you're Android, it. you could probably just find the APK somewhere online. To this is it. Someone will have it on a GitHub somewhere yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But sure. yeah, so um, yeah, the same thing with that Anki Overdrive. Remember the um, like Scalectrics, but it didn't have like the track was just the cardboard with the NFCs inside it. Yeah, so yeah. I knew where it was, and um, yeah, they pulled the app for that, so you can't get that anymore. Mm. So literally, I've just got a big box full of like cars and stuff that I can't get to go around unless I, like you say, go and hunt around and see if I can find a side load the app. But uh, yeah, but yeah, no, it was good fun. Really good, really good fun. I really thoroughly recommend it if you can find a copy of Drop Mix for like thirty quid at the moment. And it's just yeah, uh, it's just yeah. Good I might look like, into that. It's good for my son to learn like different like you can every song mate is made up of a part mm. and mm. it you know you have to put a beat down and it you know that's the start of the song and that then this is a vocal and this is and, and it's like showing it breaking down a song for him and that mm-hmm. was really, he was really interested in that actually to be honest so yeah it was um yeah it was good yeah. fun good yeah, there you go and that's everything I've played so far fair enough um what have I been playing what have I been playing what have you been playing, Mark? Been what playing? have I been playing? Quick look. Um, let me open up Steam. I know one thing I've been playing, but I wanted to see if there was anything else I've been playing before I talked about the other thing I've been playing. <laughs> but now Steam's being a dick and it won't open. Nice. Fucking piece of shit. End task. Right, let's try again. <laughs> I nearly went into um, oh right yeah (laughs) Saliba um okay yeah so um yeah apart from playing Destiny two um I've been dipping back into Excuse me. A um, couple of games. Uh, highlights of the previous generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and another one that's arguably the highlight of the generation before that, although it had most of its life on the last generation. <laughs> so first of all, um, Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, mm-hmm. um, which I played to death on PlayStation, played the uh, on PS4, played the whole main game, both expansions. Absolutely loved it. Um, and it was very, very cheap on Steam. So I um, I picked it up at the complete edition with both the expansions um, just to be able to play it at a high resolution and a high frame rate. And, oh, my God, that game is so well optimized for PC. It's ridiculous. It is beautiful, and it runs so well. Um, I think it's one of the first so- games that I installed and really like used to push my PC to see what it could yeah. do when I first got it and bits out of that oh, game massively yeah. and never went back to it and I need to was it I need to sort of get back into it and finish it cuz yeah I dropped that You should early. It's um it's a masterpiece. Yeah. Mm. Um I've just been having fun like I, I went in you know like you start at the beginning area of White Orchard 
sort of like tutorial area. Yeah. I like scoured that from top to bottom and did every, uncovered every monster nest and every little treasure chest. <laughs> did the hunts, did every side quest I could find, got all the Gwent cards, spent about four hours just in that one area doing everything. Um, it's a lovely uh, game. And I'm not, that. yeah, yeah. I'm not far into the main story now that I've got to the next area, Velen. Uh, I've just met the bloody Baron uh, and started that quest line, which is one of the sort of um, one of the narrative high points of that game is the whole bloody Baron storyline. Um, it's very good. It's still very good. I I, uh, I, I personally thought the narrative highlight was finding a uh, frying pan for an old woman. That's right <laughs> at the very beginning of the game. That's in White Orchard. I like I did that mission again. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> There's some really good stuff. Uh, did you you didn't play the expansions? Did you, Nick? I didn't. No, I always, I keep meaning okay. to go back, especially for Blood and Wine. I'm told is excellent. Blood and Wine is is excellent for the setting because yeah. you go to a whole new place, Tucson, and it's like it's very different. It's very colourful. It's very French. Mm. Um, the Hearts of Stone expansion was was narratively incredible. It's basically a retelling of the. Polish equivalent of the story of of uh, Faust, and you know the deal with the devil. Yeah, you know the story of Faust, um, and there's a there's a Polish equivalent of it, and this is the sort of a, a adaptation of that into the Witch universe, and it's very very good. Hmm. Um, so yeah, that's one. It's it's just there for me to sort of like chip away at, you know. Yeah. Um. And the other one, okay, I've been watching a lot of classic L.A. movies, uh, films set in Los Angeles. Um, a lot of them crime films. Uh, at the pinnacle of them is Michael Mann's 1995 <laughs> masterpiece, Heat. Yeah. Uh, incredible film, Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, um, facing off as... Uh, a bank robber and the cop trying to stop him um, and I was like man I should play GTA 5 again so uh, you were playing this yeah I so I um, I played GTA, I started playing GTA 5 again hmm. um, you used to be able to play GTA 5 in Steam uh, now you can't no, now you have to now it has to go through the fucking Rockstar launcher and I fucking hate the Rockstar launcher almost as much as I hate the Ubisoft launcher. I mean, it works, but why do I have to have this second launcher? Yeah. Why can't it just run through Steam? God damn it. Um, yeah. Uh, it's Again, it's nice to be able to play that game uh, at a high resolution, uh, like 144 frames. Um, it's still a technical masterpiece. The, the, the fact that that city works uh mm -hmm. and is it's crazy that like it's as heavily populated as it is with characters that have the whole their own routines and stuff like that and then they couldn't manage to get anything close to that in cyberpunk that came out 10 years later mm. pretty much yeah um <clears throat> is mad um that game is uh it's an interesting one 
Uh, I really do not like the character Trevor. I know a lot of people no, is their favorite no, character. No, no. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. just annoying. He's not. He's not funny. Um, the problem is he's not. He's not engaging. But like are any the Michael character is more engaging. Like the, the Michael character, the sort of like the classic bank robber character going through a midlife crisis, yeah. sort of thing. That's more. That's more interesting. The Franklin character is more interesting. Yeah. Trevor's just a psychopath, and that's not. That's just not fun. No. Kind of what they designed him to be, though, isn't it? For the narrative. Yeah, I know, but they had better written characters in GTA games before this. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, um. So, uh, and like the, the there's a lot of like... stuff that it does like that it does so well. Like the heist stuff is. I played up to the point where you do the first heist. Um. Uh, as leaving aside the intro mission, yeah, um, and that stuff is so good. Uh, uh, there's, uh, <clears throat> I just, I know this is not GTA's sort of thing, mm. but I just wish it would take itself a little bit more seriously, and it would lean more into the, the movie homages rather than the lazy satire. The, yeah. the oh, there's a beer called Pisswasser. Isn't that funny? Um, because the, 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 the satire that is like surface deep, no. um, is also the stuff that ages incredibly yeah. quickly. Like it's, there's so much stuff in that game that's like already feels archaic. Yeah. I, re- I remember line. there was a lot of Red Dead. The new one. Like, like the well, Red, that's... Red Dead is their, their attempt at being more serious and... Well, but, but also, Red Dead One was as well, but you can kind of like they can. That's that's different because it's a period piece. Yeah, they yeah. can't put satire of modern life in a period piece, so they cram it all into GTA, and it it just ages really quickly. I've mm. I've not played GTA Five in probably going on ten years now, um, yeah. but I seem to remember there was a lot of satire, particularly around basically Facebook. Is how's that aged? Not great. So you do the mission where so like the the, the social media equivalent now is called Life Invader. Yeah. yeah. Real on the nose. Uh and I did the mission where you like where you uh, have to infiltrate the Life Invader yeah. head offices and it's like it's all the stuff that people used to joke about the Google headquarters 10 15 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's like going to yoga classes and and sitting on beanbags and stuff like that and it's like this is uh this is just incredibly lazy um i can't i don't remember if it if it was even particularly cutting when it came out it's it's aged really badly yeah but when they leave that stuff aside and they lean into the like this is the section of the game where we're just like we fucking love heat um (laughs) it's really good yeah that stuff is like the just the pure crime stuff is great uh, and I wish they'd lean more into that with the next one. I don't think they will. No. Um, part of me wishes that the next one would be so, so like the best ones in that uh, the the best games narratively in that series was um, Vice City, Vice San City. Andreas, which were the yeah. the two. Those two were the like the period ones. So like Vice City just leans into all of those like eighties Miami sort of movies and. Uh, San Andreas leans into the, or you know the the Boys in the Hood era, nineties yeah. Los Angeles stuff. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that stuff was great. That stuff was so good. Um, I don't remember enough about five. Oh, sorry, four. Four. Oh, look, Nico <clears throat> Bellic one. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. enough about the storyline. I just remember his cousin phoning him up all the time. Yeah. Um, Want to go bowling? Um, hey, cousin, it is your cousin. Um, all I remember it, is the is it Dwight something X and Dwayne, and you had to choose which one. I don't remember. To kill. One was really depressing, and one was like a big loud guy. Yeah, you had to off one of them at some type, point. You know. It I don't remember. More into like obviously the New York. Um, yeah gangs kind of thing gang culture i don't remember mm. a lot about the storyline i remember a lot about the feeling and the city and stuff yeah. um yeah and there was like a there was a few bits of like classic um american immigrant story yeah movies references and whatnot but i don't remember a huge amount about the overarching story of no. of the game no. it's been a very long time since i played it but <sighs> Five is so hit and miss when it comes to the story. Yeah. Uh, but just driving around that open world. Oh, so it's, um, a, it's a wonderfully designed technical showcase. I it's incredible. It- like driving up like the highway that goes up the, the western side of the map, up the coast, as the sun's setting, and you're listening to like fucking, um, oh shit, what's his name? Bob Seger, <laughs> Hollywood Nights on the radio or whatever. Um, it's great. It's it is a technical yeah, marvel. marvel. Yeah, I remember it, and it time. still looks stunning. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, oh. well, they like remastered it for PC because it didn't come out for PC for years, did it? No, yeah, no, 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 I didn't. four or five years after. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they they really designed that engine to. Be well, for it the started future. off on a three hundred and sixty, didn't it, and then moved to yeah place. I played it first on PS3. Yeah, I did as well. Yeah. Uh, and it was impressive then. Uh, and then played a lot of it. Most most of the time with it was being was playing on PS4. Yeah. I haven't touched online yet. Um, I don't yeah, know if I, I will. Shock. Well, you can you can go into passive mode or whatever, or you can go into a private map, no. fight private server, and just do missions and stuff. Um, I don't want to play in a public server thing, but I'm just uh, I'm just enjoying my time in that world yeah. um i've always been intrigued by it. i've always wanted to do one of the heists yeah but, same. Um, the online heists yeah, yeah never never they're done good they're good but, um, um i've never enjoyed like, them. say yeah like not even in that i don't think i've even done it in the game like oh oh you should yeah but um but yeah it but one of one one what i wanted to ask you was is it, have you ever played the payday games the payday one and two because they're like um, heat-esque yeah, no, I never played those. They kind of, I don't know. They've intrigued me. I've just never, never picked any of them up. They've never, I, I've never, I've, I've either never seen them to play it. I think. Yeah, and I've also like I've never seen them cheap enough where I'm like, ah, this is probably worth the risk. I think they're always. I um, I really, really, yeah, they're, they're probably in Steam sales a lot, and then I just don't notice that it's there. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of a lot of fun playing the multiplayer to Kane and Lynch. Right. Do you remember that? Yeah. Where it was like four of you go in and you're robbing a bank and you got like equal. Sh- it's like the opening to the dark night. Yeah. Um, you have like equal shares of the cut, but at any point you can shoot people on your team and yeah. steal their cut. 
But if you kill someone on the team, they come back as a cop and then they uh, can try and stop you. And it was an, it was a genius multiplayer mode and it was they had a decent population for a while. Hmm. And then it was really hard to find a game. I'm pretty sure they brought the mode back for Kane and Lynch 2, which was a terrible game that got Jeff Gersman fired. Hmm. Um, That's literally all I know about the series is it got Jeff Gersman fired. That's it. Yeah, the second second one was wank. The the story I don't even remember the story. Which is being the one like that had all the video either. separation in when the guy started going mad. I think that was two. Two, yeah. Or it might have been one. I don't know. I don't remember much about the story in either of them. All I remember is that multiplayer being really, really interesting. And like I thought when like Payday came along, it's like it'd be really cool if they had a mode like that in there. Now they might do for all I know. I'm just yeah. I haven't I, I I'm surprised that no one's really like Nick, that idea. Yeah, pushed it. Because it was really cool. Yeah. Like stabbing your teammates in the back, but then they come back on the other side. Yeah. And that's the sort of thing that they could have absolutely put into uh, Battlefield Hardline. Yeah. Well, they only go halfway with it with the whole thing in like the Dark Zone in Division 2, don't they? Because you, yeah. you can still turn on people, but then you've got no recourse. That's you can't turn on your teammates. Yeah. Uh, you can't turn on, on your squad mates. No. whatever you can just turn you just have like fragile alliances or whatever yeah but like yeah i don't know um i like there's not enough good like bank heist games <laughs> no like they're they're some of my like favorite like just uh, you know trash movies not even trash movies because like heat is not trash the town is not trash no. um i i really really like a good bank heist movie and i wish there were more bank heist games but gta 5 kind of scratches that itch there's like a there's a number of heists throughout that that campaign and they get more and more ridiculous and over the top as it goes along uh and the online ones are really fun from the few that i did i just never had like a regular crew to do them with uh and i can't imagine public matchmaking to do heists is much fun yeah, you um, played um, monaco a uh, long time ago game. what yours is mine what yeah. what is yours is mine yeah, yeah. um a, a long time ago yeah that was like a summer of arcade game or something yeah. wasn't it i think yeah um yeah just cool game saying, yeah just remember you saying it because i remember like that's a really even though it's very simple top down yeah. but it, i just remember getting into so much just giggling my ass off trying to get out you of could, stupid situations that i'd set myself i set bet myself you up could do and i know you can because they kind of snuck it to one of the levels. But you could do a really, really good bank robbing game in the uh, Hitman engine. Yeah. yeah. There is Obviously sort of one like of one of the levels. Yeah, there's the vault at like the end of Hitman 2. Um, but if you could have some sort of multiplayer bank robbing in that way, like, you know, you, you're like, you're hiding in plain sight, setting up for... You have, like, you have if, set, have you, you two have a- seen... Um, have either of you two seen um, Heat? No, I've never. I've not, no. Oh, my God. Oh. The bank robbery at the end of that, where they're just, like, in the bank, just there until, like, the moment is right to go. Um, sort of, that sort of, like, you could you could do that in Hitman. Yeah, I don't know why. In the Hitman engine like, so well. That is such an obvious mode or game. The thing is, like in Payday, you have that whole kind of like staking out the bank beforehand before you pull down your masks. 
Mm-hmm. See, I don't. So I, do I mean, that in Hitman. Yeah, just like, that's the sort of thing. I, I didn't even know that Payday had that. Like, I should probably really should look into. People this game. do seem yeah, to sort of it. agree I mean, that Payday. Dead, but yeah, people oh, do I'm agree that Payday is the pinnacle of heist games at the moment. What first yeah. one or the second one? Second. Second, right. I'll send you All the right, uh, um, point stream they did of basically the only asked reason I asked is I watched a great stream of um like the guys at Waypoint doing like a whole heist. And um Yeah, you should yeah, send that to me, man. Toilet. Yeah. Um it was great. Get it over to you. I mean, I just had a look on C D keys and it's two pound no it's three ninety nine. Yeah, like payday two. So, so just, yeah. How much is there like extra on top of that? Because it's like there's the payday, payday two, the payday two legacy collection, payday two, the crime wave collection. To be fair, buy it for three quid, try it, see if you like how it feels, and then. Nah, uh, that's true. Bit, bit of an assessment set of courser, isn't it? Like you, you buy the base game, and then if you get into it, then you start. You know, if I like it, then yeah. sure. All right. Um. Yeah. Send me the link to that stream. I will, will watch that. Yeah. Because. Ah. Uh, but yeah. Um. Bottom line. GTA 5 is a mixed bag narratively. Uh, a lot of it has aged very badly, but it's still a technical marvel and just uh, just an open world that's a lot of fun to spend time in, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, enjoying that. It's one I'm just, I'm, I'm not going to like ever just sit and just session it for ages, but it's like, it's one that I'm just going to dip in and out of. And every now, when I just feel like spending an hour robbing banks in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. it's there, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. That's about all I have been playing. I've watched quite a bit of my other half playing Cult of the Lamb, uh, but I haven't played any of it myself yet. I may well pick it up for when I go on holiday. Um, but man, that game looks kind of neat. Uh, the only thing that's putting me off is the one key feature of that game, which is the the kind of Animal Crossing part of it. Like that, that um, bit can go in the bin. Like I, I quite looking, like, you know, the bit where you actually go around and play Hades or whatever. That's quite interesting. Oh, the, the Animal Crossing stuff because because it, it's not like uh, it's a bit more. It, it's a bit more like what if uh, in Animal Crossing you were running a cult, and all the villagers in Animal Crossing were were brainwashed. Basically, members of what your if cult? you were Tom Nook? What if you were? Yeah, exactly. What if you were Tom Nook? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, man, that's enticing, right? What if you were the one going around breaking legs? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't. Know, it, I think it looks neat. I love the art style. Um, Zoe is probably playing it right now as we speak. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it looks really, looks really neat. Uh, but yeah, I haven't played anything else. Really? Um, I'm quite jealous of Nick sitting there playing Destiny, so I'm going to go and play some more. <laughs> cool. But, um, yeah, thanks uh, thanks very much for joining me, gentlemen. Always a pleasure to chat to you. Yeah, you Thank too. And um, uh, thanks very much, dear listener. Sorry this episode's been a bit... Uh, it's We're going through another, like, kind of mini heat wave, and I'm very tired. Yeah. And uh, it's like summer, I watched, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, and I watched far too much Jeff Keighley last night. Um, <laughs> and it's not, it's not good for you. Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll be back. Well, next episode will be more up tempo, I promise. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, thanks so much for listening, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye. Bye. Bye.